This is KLBPLP Long Beach 99.1 FM, broadcasting from Shannon's on Pine and online at klbp.org. You are listening to the Indie Creators in the Joy Zone on KLBP Long Beach Public Radio on 99.1 FM and online at klbp.org. This is your hosts, Suzanne Toro and Thomas Artivani. Hey, hey, let's enter into the Joy Zone with these Indie Creators. Follow, follow the sun And which way the wind blows When this day is done Breathe, breathe in the air Set your intentions Dream with care Hey, hey, let's enter into the joy zone with these indie creators. A brand new moon, a brand new sun. Dima, you joy? I mean, Dina has a cool story. I mean, ice cream shop's really cool. Yeah. I mean, and, and how she got that going and how she keeps expanding it. Just the look on people's faces when they walk into that shop. The looks on those kids' faces when they're looking through the mirror and stuff like that. That was, that was fun. That was fun to be able to go to a guest place where they function and capture the real life essence of of where they work and how they grow and how they expand and the you know the place where they are of a service to their communities. You know that's really an awesome awesome privilege to be able to step in there and do that. Absolutely, I was really impressed with her her staff, Dina. D- we have Dina. We, we have Dina. We have Dina Amadrill, and we're gonna get her in here as soon as we can. But what we want to do. When uh, when we come back, she's going to be sitting here. That don't make you happy. Nothing in this world will, baby. That's ice cream. That's ice cream. Hey, we're back on. We're back on. We're back. Welcome back to Joy Score. Welcome back to Joy Score. We have. Dina Amadrill here in the studio, ladies I'm and gentlemen. I'm in the house. The ice cream woman <laughs> in the space. Yeah. We love you. We love your space. We love what you brought to this community. We love we love the looks on people's faces. We love... Yeah, isn't that the greatest part? Oh, my God. You, yeah. you just sit there. You can just sit back and just absorb all that wonderful energy they got. And that's why you're part of why you're here, because even just the essence of your job elevates people's well-being. Yeah, Do you notice really, that? Yeah. You cannot you can't be you can't have a bad attitude when you go get ice cream. You just can't do it. <laughs> We've had a couple breakdowns, but they're usually people five and under. Yeah, but not your not your employees. No, no, they're great. You have great employees. Yeah. I and mean, they were very they were very uh, extremely helpful and none of that kind of involved. Like they cared. Yeah. I think they all really get behind the the mission that we're trying to to portray where where it's all natural. We try to use as much of the food as possible, skins, yeah. whatever we can. Um, we don't want any food waste. We don't want people to be unhappy when they come in. So when I hire people, I look for their kindness first. I love that that you shared that on the way in that yeah. you can't teach people kind. And share a little bit more about that because I was contemplating about that. I'm like, you know, you're right. You can you can embody it for yourself, yeah. but 
uh, it has to come from within. That's what I mean. I can teach them how to scoop. I can teach them how to clean, but I cannot teach them how to be polite <laughs> or be nice or um, kind to each other and kind to the the public. So that's the number one thing I like to look for. Why was why was that why is that why was that important to you? I like to work with people that I like. When did you realize that? <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. Yeah, but when did you realize that? I think probably the first time I got bad service at any other type of place. Did and it's so easy to give a good service, a good experience. It really is. If you just watch the person in the eye, you, you pay attention to what their energy's like, um, make suggestions to them. And everybody comes at it with a different angle. You know, we have some people who, who sell with really high uh, energy and enthusiasm. Other people who like to talk softly about the ice cream, and then they can meet um, customers on the other side of the case that are kind of like well, them. Well, you and Suzanne yeah. have something in common in that <laughs> yeah. in, in that respect. You know, there's a there's a there's a bit of a, a food synergy there. She believes that because she's a food alchemist and mm-hmm. she's a shaman. I mean, she does all this stuff. She does cooking classes. She does all this wonderful stuff. But she's one of the things that I hear her say every once in a while is like, you know, if you got a bad attitude, it's going to go into the food. Yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. You, guys you, don't, can... you don't want negative people serving ice cream. No. No. And I, I swear I probably have eaten some pissed off macaroni and cheese in the past. Because this is you know, something that just didn't make you feel good. Yeah, how do you screw up macaroni and cheese, for God's sake? If you, you really can't really eat it. Yeah. That's the only way you could screw up mac, mac and cheese. Yeah, you're yeah. mad at it. Yeah. yeah. Call I, it names. Slap, yeah. the, slap it around. Well, the one, the one has to stay hot and hot and gooey and the other one has to stay hard and frozen yeah yeah so, so tell, tell us about how you were man you managed to bring this wonderful little gift into the city of long beach I and mean, what was the what was the what was the journey there the journey there was um a journey of frustration basically i was at a job that i didn't i wasn't being able to be my full creative self yeah and what job I, was that? It was a marketing job for a business credit company. Oh, God, and I'm I, bored already. Yeah, see? <laughs> and I always had to explain who I was, what I was doing, yeah. what our business was like. And I went over to my neighbor's house one time. Uh, her name's Sasha, and she runs a farm called yeah. Farm Lot 59. Which is awesome. Yeah, and she handed me her business card, and all it said on there was farmer. And I was like, damn, that's what I want. I want, like, a one-word thing that people can understand. That's what I am. Farmer. Yeah. Farmer. I, it was beautiful. Yeah, but what's like, your perfect. one word? My uh, three words, but <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. I, I, was, like, I was like, Suzanne, yeah. you didn't tell me the one word thing that she had. She going did. Ice cream maker. I loved I think, it because I was I on like your... now uh, ice cream artist. Oh, I love that. Because I think there's it's an artistry to, to what we're doing. Tell us why yeah. it's an art. How 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 does it become an art? This At this ice end, cream thing. Well, the elements like alchemy come into play when you're yep. mixing um, items together, like. Uh, our ice cream cashew fennel chip. You guys probably yeah. Might I tasted it. it yesterday. It was amazing. You had that. Oh. And it come. Yeah. It came to me in uh, in more of a dream. And then mm. I had to put the pieces together. Of how did how did like what was that dream like? What did I really want to do with those cashews? Oh, how wonderful salt and pepper. is that? Yeah. And so that's to me that's kind of the artistry. And so the what's the name of that ice cream? It. Cashew fennel chip. So it's you go. Really you guys yummy. gotta go over there. And <laughs> if you does. have caffeine fennel chip ice cream, you'll be cashew. Pay, cashew fennel ice cream. That's why you made that. You face. will be. You will be eating Dina's dream. Yeah. That's a dream ice cream that came it's out of that shop. Yeah, and it's just one of them. Like the one coming up, we're gonna make one on uh, Friday. Um, this might sound funny, but plum cheese crumble. So mm. it's going to be a plum jam with a crumble that has is that um, new? Gruyere cheese. Is that going to be a new thing? Do it's you a like, new one. Do you, mar- a... do you use the new things that you come up with to market? Yeah. 
Yeah, because we show people what we're doing as we're making the ice it's cream. It's not plum cheese fennel. It's plum cheese what? No. Plum cheese crumble. <laughs> plum I'll cheese repeat, crumble. I'll repeat the food terms. <laughs> plum che- mine would be like plum cheese fennel. Yuck. No. No. Plum cheese crumble. Crumble. Yeah. Plum cheese crumble. <laughs> See, it's already fun. You got to figure out how do we, what to call it, and it's a plum cheese crumble. Yeah, you can crumble. skip around yeah, and say it 10 times crumble. fast. To see plum cheese crumble. Plum cheese crumble. Plum cheese crumble. You're crumbling now. I'm yeah. crumbling. You're crumbling. So, so yeah. that that's really cool. So, the art of it. When you think of an art, you think of uh, not knowing what you're stepping into, but you have all these elements available to you to wait for to wait to be inspired. I guess. Right, and anything can inspire for making of an ice cream too. Like, go, you go and have a appetizer somewhere. And you're th- I th- constantly thinking, okay, how can I turn that into an ice cream? I can take this component and that component and make it translate into the cream and make a really nice flavor. So, so your imagination, though, you must be a bit of a foodie because your imagination is blending the, the flavors and the spices and all that stuff yeah. that, that you've already sort of assembled, right? I, yeah, I, and I think I, I wasn't always a foodie. I'm like a ham sandwich girl, a chips and salsa, some simple, easy. Oh, you are listening to the Indie Creators in the Joy Zone on KLBP, Long Beach Public Radio, on 99.1 FM and online at klbp.org. This is your hosts, Suzanne Toro and Thomas Artivani. <laughs> Let's see. Just Keep don't mind, going. Don't make me remember the last thing we said, though. The caramel <laughs> fennel spice. I know. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Metal chip. <laughs> yeah, you, this I don't is even, the true test to see if someone really is a foodie. Um, I'm not. I, I like to eat. I'm a foodie in the fact that I like to eat it. Yeah, you like to eat it. But <laughs> what is it? What? Well, listen. She's got a palate. If she's yeah. an artist, she's thinking. If I'm thinking yeah. like a painter, then she's got her palate of of ingredients, and then she has her environment to create in, and then you just go in there and you sit in a lotus position and you wait for divine inspiration. <laughs> Oh, I stand over a bowl and I yeah, <laughs> and wait, <laughs> and I wait to taste it. Well, and sh- yeah. can you share with a little bit with the listeners, you know, who so shared that you worked in marketing, uh-huh. and you can see that extension in your space, like how you carry your creativity right. and br- branding and everything through there. Um, but can you share a little bit about going from like just the ice cream, developing it, and and then getting into the store like I mean, you have freezers and all oh, yeah. that stuff that's a big uh it's a big endeavor yeah, yeah i went from uh 12 little cuisinarts in my dining room and living room and i would chase them around and spin ice cream together <laughs> what's a cuisinart a little one one quart ice cream maker oh a little ice cream maker yeah a little tiny guy and i had a whole bunch of them to having official big equipment yeah actually i yeah. had one of those yeah. a long time ago i had an ice cream maker a big deal like tiny and, yeah doing that was that was a big jump it was selling a condo investing your money yeah you know making changing all your well that's your mind you sold your, your house yeah you sold your house to to, to build, open up, the, to the build your shop mm-hmm. that's a humongous risk but it's some there must have been something that occurred there that let you know that it wasn't going to be that big of a risk yeah all well, the the people the yeah. community <laughs> got so behind the ice cream how do you I, get people behind an ice cream but we had an ice cream underground. For, <laughs> we did. Yeah. For probably for 18 <laughs> she months. She did. 
I was telling her I tried to take the kids there and they kind of like shamed me that I shouldn't be taking them to a stranger's house for ice cream because they were doing raising money. This woman had an ice cream underground. I did. That's awesome. It was about an 18 month venture where we, I would make ice cream in my house and sell it by the pint. Then people would come to tastings at the Farm Lot 59 or Wee Labs or my backyard at the, at the end point where I got the cease and desist letters. But I didn't. I didn't desist. I just kept on going. So your so your underground got busted, and you were yeah. like, "Well, now it's time. That, now it's time to sell the condo and open a shop." Yeah, it was it was the shit or get up the pot moment. You well, know? Yeah. well, you must have had some business nice. experience, or did you have somebody help you out with that, or was that just something you were just ready to do? You already my my dad helped me out a whole bunch. He's like a business savant, and um, well, that helps. Yeah, and just the history of how I was raised and. And uh, I was always making something and trying to sell something since I was young, young. And, and then I got stuck in a job. That what, was the, really... what was the first thing you were trying to sell? Uh, I sold, sold kids that I painted, and then I sold uh, little earrings that had uh, gems on them or whatever. You, you painted the little kids for the kids? <laughs> yeah. Kids nice. for the kids. You kids painted... for the kids. I painted those, myself. And those things are going to be collector's items now. It would. I almost got ca- kicked out of Catholic school for selling all kinds of Oh, my gosh. You were an underground girl since a child. So yeah. you were an entrepreneur early on. Yeah, very early. Yeah, yeah, I was always getting in trouble selling something. But, I mean, no drugs, but just the other <laughs> stuff. Ice cream is probably the closest to a drug. <laughs> Sugar. Yeah. Sugar. Well, this, it, this is a little off the mark, but how do you? What, what's your biggest sales tip? What did you um, learn? Probably my biggest sales tip would be to believe in what you're selling. To, ah. to make something that you think is worthy to sell if it's if you believe in it you can sell it to anybody it yeah. doesn't doesn't matter if somebody even owns it already they'll buy it because you have passion for it yeah well and it feeds through just like that energy of kindness you know your your staff mm-hmm. and then what goes into the food transmits so yeah. so, so you're buying you so, so you're so you're sitting there and I guess in your bio it says your friend had a little ice cream maker. Yeah, this is Sasha again. She, she Sasha again. All the time. She, yeah. she had it, and then you tasted what she made, mm-hmm. and then you realized you had one back in the attic or something, up in the attic? Yeah, in my garage. I had one the whole time. So I just put it in the freezer and then started looking online for ice cream recipes. And I, from that point on, I have not stopped making ice cream or thinking about ice cream or how can this become an ice cream? <laughs> it was your destiny. Are you yeah. in any stores? That's beautiful. I am. I was in stores and uh, a couple of the local ones. And then we, we kind of pulled it back because um, doing that wholesale thing is a whole other sale and a whole other rules and regulations. And it's really, I don't know if that's the space I want to be in. You know, everybody yeah. thinks the winning this game, the food game is getting into Whole Foods or Gelson's or whatnot. And to me, that takes the the joy out of it. Yeah. I want to be able to create items and sell them direct to the people and see their faces when they taste it. And right. I want to have that, that connection. That's a wonderful crossover for any artist, actually. The moment they, they start, uh, the moment they go big or they start getting pulled away from the essence of what actually inspired them, there's a, there's a plateauing that can happen with an artist until he figures right. out that new environment that they've been pulled into and what, the, what is the creative impetus at that point. And that's, 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 yeah. pretty, that's pretty common. That's really cool that you wanted to maintain your uh, creativity and maintain this wonderful, nuanced uh, exploration of this ice cream. I think that's the... Because that's what was killing me in that other job was I, I lost all those components. Right. And here's... I'm very protective of them now because I don't want to lose yeah. it again. 
And I feel um, we're opening our third store coming up soon. Wow. And now I'm getting to the point where I'm not making ice cream anymore. Other people, right. we've trained them and they're doing beautiful jobs making ice cream themselves. Um, but I feel like I'm farther away from the point that I really fell in love. Right. So I have to I get have to back in there. That. Yeah. yeah. Well, making those proto- the recipes that are coming through the dreams. Yeah. You know, mastering and that I'll, I'll and then passing on. And a little message. Okay, we're going to put cheese in that. And they're like, what? What the? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna put cheese in it. Why not? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> well, and where's I, your next I, store opening up? Yeah, in Bellflower. Okay, in Bellflower, the city I was born in. Um, and we're gonna open in the Steelcraft, those shipping container food park. Oh, nice. Yeah, we'll be the dessert in that. Very in that cool. Area. That's we're gonna really be amazing. Excited about that. You know what's cool is I, I see. I mean, even even if you thought about your process, you you'd be able. To, I see like a. A workshop or a seminar in your future going into talking to corporate heads and how to stay vital in your in your little cubicles right i think that's really important you can you can fall into this to-do list thing and, and it kills the passion for whatever right. you were working on you could just deliver them ice cream could you, could, like yeah. seminar <laughs> one scoop of ice cream worst case scenario if you went back into that marketing that old marketing grind as it was would you be able to bring some of these creative tools back into that little space yeah, definitely. Like what? What would you bring back into uh, a simple, a, a more simple job in order to stay alive in it? What, what, what would you bring? I think first I'd bring um, breath because whenever I was getting uh, attacked or approached by other, I shouldn't say attacked, but I think that's how I felt, um, by other people who wanted to be in the marketing space that I was in, I would uh, clench up. I'd lose, my, I'd lose myself. And then I... You know, you, people are just batting off of this empty thing. I wouldn't yeah. work with them because they probably had really great ideas. It's just I got rejective of them immediately because they felt like they were intrusive. Mm. So part of my unhappiness there was my own fault. Right. It wasn't all everybody else, you know. It, was like, it wasn't even a real well, terrible you know, job. It was just, a great she just, job. She just brought in the essence of what we're all about here and... You right. just threw it out there. She said, I just brought breath into I bring breath into the space. <laughs> well, and, breath, and she's actually yeah. recognizing where she could. You probably could have had an attitude adjustment or perspective yeah. adjustment mm-hmm. where everything that you thought was so horrible wasn't and just met it with a fresh lens. Right. Tell right? us, tell us where'd, you get this, where'd you get this breath meditation or where'd you hear that for the first time? Um, is that well, something you practice now? I mean, you clearly, is it something that you conscientiously bring into your day to day? I try. I try. I don't always. always. I mean, I, before I started um, doing the hustle with uh, ice cream, I did a lot of yoga. I practiced um, Tai Chi every Sunday. Well, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> you are listening to the Indie Creators in the Joy Zone on KLBP, Long Beach Public Radio, on 99.1 FM and online at klbp.org. This is your hosts, Suzanne Toro and Thomas Artivani. So I had a lot of that in my life. We did mandalas and all kinds of beautiful how, how stuff. How much is that? How much do you attribute that to your success now? Probably a lot because it helped me. Um, at least it helped me see that there was another another place to go to. Yeah. Like to look at the ice cream because in the beginning it was just me having fun, and then it was everybody wanted to eat it, and I kind of make it now. And <laughs> and it got to sometimes yeah. I hated it. Sometimes like I hate me. <laughs> but other times I was just in love with the whole process. Yeah. So I was fluctuated back and forth, and I realized when I was hating it was when I was too blocked up. Yeah. And what did you do to unblock? The exercise, or just find you know tasting another flavor again. I was like, damn, I gotta make that now. Now I gotta yeah. make this. Now I gotta make this. 
And share some mm. of the recipes they you had, like roasted beet and guava and corn mm-hmm. and how you make them seasonal. And one of your staff was sharing how the kids order ice cream by color. <laughs> so a lot of them like the beet because, yeah, you know, maybe strawberries into- isn't is not in season right now. Um, but they actually enjoy it. <laughs> they love the beets. Their parents don't like it. Their parents think they're not going to like it, so they shut them down. They're like, "Oh no, don't get that one." But it's so beautiful. Yeah, with it's that magenta really color, and they they all want to eat it, and then they they'll eat the whole thing. Yeah. So you know, we did your favor. I've got to tell you, every person that's ever, that's ever come in here has somehow uh, opened up about this quintessential esoteric meditative repose that somehow they picked it up and were able to re-inspire themselves with just a a simple moment-to-moment existence within whatever environment they were in and they flourished in it right i mean we, we can't we can't ignore how important some sort of a practice is to calm the mind and let it become placid so that we can actually observe the objective reality of the space that we're in so that we can actually create in that space and see what opportunities that it has for us and Every moment, I guess, is just loaded with opportunity from that perspective. Right. It's it's Definitely. it's the other one that 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 takes us away and limits us and makes us look over our shoulder and worry about who's doing what and get involved in things we don't really have a business getting involved in. And as, in running a business, you know that your time is finite and you have to get things done in order to deliver. Right. And I feel the finite nature of my time more now as I'm we're adding on. You know, we're, we're the three shops and. Uh, I got so much stuff to do. That <laughs> You're like, when am I going to get it all done? Yeah, and I, I just, I don't pay attention to any, I don't watch news. I don't, you know, this, all that stuff is just stripped because I don't have time for it. Right. I have to focus on what's important to grow the, because now there's 30 people working for me. Now you're responsible for 30 yeah. people. Wow. And I, w- I want to be Woo! responsible. Yeah. Yeah, Look there at you that. go. Bringing jobs, bringing jobs, baby. Yeah. You know what? I'm a jobs train. But I would love to have more, you know, yeah. and I'd love to um, coach more people. At that, that part, I'd like to get you know, delve into more. People are also a big old headache, but they're beautiful at the same time. Well, yeah. as, as they so, learn, as they learn, you can see, like, with the, within the people that you have in there, they're reflecting this, uh, you know, this philosophy that you have, this, uh, how you go about seeing the world, and it definitely rubbing off on the people around you, and certainly you can feel it when you walk into your shop, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that, that, can be car- that can be carried over to your family, that can be carried over to your friends, I mean, a lot of times those people need leaders in those spaces, just like if you, you know, not, right. but, but you don't get to pick those people. You don't go, well, you're not nice. <laughs> you're, still my, you're, you're, st- you're still my dad, you're still my brother, still my mother, right? Right. Yeah. So you have to figure out how to adapt, but still those same tools that you're succeeding with can go into a hostile environment and you can maintain your composure in those spaces, yeah? Right. What are, the, what are the, some of the biggest challenges that you uh, actually face or that you have faced? With with the business in particular, no, with or you, with you, life. with you in the business. Me in the business. I think uh, one of my bigger challenges right now is uh, my physical body. Um, maintaining, I have to get to the point now where I'm maintaining that better. Oh right. Because I'm standing up, eight well, ten hours su- a day. Sweetheart, you're eating yeah. ice cream all day long. <laughs> I'm not actually. I don't not, eat. I don't eat a lot. Of ice. Like, I taste. I used to train. I, I used to train lot. swimmers and and a couple of these endurance athletes would swim around Manhattan when I taught swimming in Manhattan. <laughs> And, and they'd have to, you know, they'd have to fatten up. 
So they would, <laughs> this, so they'd start eating like a gallon, like half a gallon of ice cream every night. Oh, yeah, that so they would, so fat. they would, so they would float better. <laughs> if you float better, you, you, have, you know, the more fat you got, the the more buoyant you are, and the more buoyant you are in the water, the less energy you use, and you can glide through the water better. Dang, I gotta go float. <laughs> go swimming. Yeah. Well, no, just be on your to, feet all day. Yeah, being on my feet. Well, in the beginning, my legs would swell. You know, things yeah. like that would happen that I wouldn't expect, and I had to get uh, compression socks and right. You know, research all this stuff. But I need to. I need to take care of that vessel a lot better so that yeah. I can. That's hard though, long, finding balance. You know, especially when you have something that takes off, and all your energy's there. That it's like, oh, that other self care of the body, or maybe eating perfectly balanced. Are or, you kidding? As she gets yeah. more and more and more and more shakes, she's gonna crave more and more and more of what she eats, and she's gonna enjoy it even more and more in her senses. No, I'm just saying that it's hard sometimes. To, you know, when you initially build something to, you sometimes th- certain things fall away because you just don't have physical space in the day, right? Oh, right. Well, I'm, <laughs> right. oh I'm just I'm talking about it. like like she gets like starts start getting in shape, then the your senses start to pick up, and all of a sudden your sense of smell <laughs> starts to get better, yeah. and Thomas your taste buds kind of wake so up. Like yeah. a, no, no, no. I'm just saying cream. like when like I'm on a, like I'm on a diet now, I gotta lose another 15, right? So, but I noticed that. When I start getting hungry, my senses start waking up. And when I do take a bite of food, it's like that much more yummy. Yeah, that's right. I need to get to that point again, too. And because then I'll make like a seven cheese ice cream or something. Oh, shit. Yeah. A seven cheese ice cream? <laughs> I got to try this cheese ice cream. Oh God, I didn't try good. any of that. How, cheese and ice cream is so good. Yeah. Like, how so do you good. manage to put those two together? You'd think the cheese would freeze up and well, um, cheese, get hard as a rock. We put a little cream cheese it's in, supposed, wait, in every ice cream. ice cream base. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's nice. a, um, it helps keep it the right scooping. A temp- not the right temperature, but the right scooping texture. Right. And uh, those elements are so important. The texture of the ice yeah. cream, all that kind of stuff, how much ice is in there. We have to control. There's some real chemistry. You are listening to the Indie Creators in the Joy Zone on KLBP, Long Beach Public Radio, on 99.1 FM and online at klbp.org. This is your hosts, Suzanne Toro and Thomas Artivani. Yeah, learning all that. You know, I see in the future too an ice cream making contest. Yeah, probably that could be cool. Because then, then the winner could be featured in your shop, mm-hmm. and then you <laughs> could, could be, be a like, recipe contest. You could be like, damn, that was that was crazy. <laughs> yeah, like how they came up with that. Then you don't have to work so hard. <laughs> I think that's the part she loves. Though. Yeah, that is the part. I yeah, love, but but but, but uh, think about a whole community like exploring the different nuances and different tastes of ice cream have, and what they put in it and stuff. A lot of ice creams have come from uh, customer suggestions too. They suggest things and then we're like, hey, yeah, let's put that together. Yeah. Whose idea? Whose idea did you steal? Who's? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I stole no one's idea. No, I just added to it. You just yeah. added to it. You made suggestions. It mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious if you have avocado. Ice cream. I have made it before, but only for like a catering gig one time. Okay, uh, avocado and chocolate like each other a lot. Oh, we yeah, we did do that. We did. Yeah. A, we called it chococado. <laughs> now I forgot. A chococado. 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 Can made, you believe a chococado? Chococado like ice cream. Two hundred fifty different kinds of or flavors of ice cream so yeah. far. So, it's amazing. What's your I've favorite forgotten. so far? I love uh, Love Potion Number Nine, which is a, Love Potion a, Number Nine. What's that? It's a cognac vanilla ice cream with a strawberry I had and that. pepper jam. I, no, wow. did, I, did I have it? No, no, have I, had right I had the whiskey. I had the whiskey one. Vanilla, yeah. I had whiskey vanilla. That was really that was awesome. <laughs> You're making us hungry. Whiskey, whiskey, whiskey <laughs> vanilla. What are some other names? Oh, uh, what well, the other ones that I've loved? Yeah, I like all the liquor ice creams. The uh, black stout. 
flexed out with um, a couple different um, local beers like Smog Cities, um, the Nothing Stout ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. That probably makes a good Black beer float. Stout it's ice awesome. Cream. Yeah. yeah. And now I would like to try it now with Ten Miles. Um, their milk. They have a milk something. I can't milk stout. They call it. Okay. Yeah, that share, would be good. Share a little bit about how Long Beach is an interesting food culture where there's a lot of artisan foods mm-hmm. where, I don't know, from your, I'd love to hear from your perspective because you're using locally grown food to make the ice cream. Yeah, yeah. and we, we um, collaborate with a lot of other local food makers. So mm-hmm. like uh, Black Green Coffee, who roasts their own coffee. She's a female roaster up in North Long Beach. Uh, mm-hmm. We use their coffee for all anything we need for coffee. What's the name of the coffee? Black Ring Coffee. Is it like for coffee drinking? Yeah. It, that's the name Black of her, Ring Coffee. That's the name of her business, Black Ring Coffee. And you put that in which ice cream that you have over there at the store at 4141 It's called uh, Black Ring Coffee Ice Cream. We also make mud pie with it. We use uh, her mud, coffee to make our dark rich mud chocolates. Mud pie Black Ring Coffee. Uh, <laughs> wow. You're going to have to mud pie wow. Oh my I used God. to make a mud so pie. Wow! You, but you do you put cake in there or just use the chocolate and? No, it's the coffee ice cream with a thick chocolate fudge yeah. and a chocolate cookie. Ooh, wow, yum! Yeah, it's a popular and one. What's the, what's the name of that one? Mud pie. Mud pie. Just mud pie, and you got all that cookie stuff in there and cookie and coffee and chocolate. How about the how about the the? I guess some of it doesn't have milk in it, right? Those are the vegan ones. Yeah, those are the vegan we, ones. With but, the coconut base. But I guess how important is it to and a sorbet too. Like, do you have your own cow ba- out back where you get the milk from, or what? No, we get all our dairy, though, from um, uh, Strauss Dairies up in Marin County. Is it pasteurized, or is it all whole? It's all pasteurized. Yeah, yeah. But can you tell the quality of it? Yeah, this is, they have the, pretty much the top quality. These cows live on better land than we live. They're looking at the ocean in Marin County. Oh, jeez. Nice. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I'm almost looking they're at the eating, ocean. And they're yeah. eating grass, you know, beautiful grass-fed cows. And um, we chose Strauss because they go above and beyond with all their environmental stuff. They, all their cow crap, excuse me, yeah. but it's in a big methane digester, and they power their whole plant with that. Oh, they're very eco-friendly. Couchers, they're yeah. very eco-friendly and uh, sustainable. I guess they're more and of a sustainable it's all operation. Yeah, it's beautiful cream. Beautiful. They use, everything they use is top-notch. It's funny. Yeah. I, lo- I love. I love the fact that even Chef Paul that came in and said you used all the local uh, people, the seasonal, the seasonal fruits and vegetables. I guess you're doing the same thing. I mean, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. And so there's some stuff that we we use that we can't find locally. Like you're not going to find locally made or grown chocolate or vanilla. Those things yeah. have to be imported. Um, How many gallons of ice cream do you sell a day on a good day? Geez, that's a good question. Because <laughs> like we think about it in scoops. Yeah. But, but we have like... Uh, it must be like something must, weird and big. And it's probably not as big as you would think. It's not as big as I would think. Probably maybe 30 gallons a day. 30 gallons of ice cream a day. Yeah, at the two shops. Because we sell it by the scoop mostly and yeah. by the pint. So right. the smaller amounts so that it becomes affordable. Right. Because it, it to us, the price for everything that we're purchasing because it's organic or local, it's very high. So I don't want to scare people too much. <laughs> well, you're not going to scare anybody. Just yeah. say a couple more names and you'll have a crowd. <laughs> well, what's some more? What's some more names of ice cream? More names of the ice cream? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. well, the one that gets us in the most trouble is the name LB Crack. Oh, LB crack. And what's an LB crack ice cream? (laughs) (laughs) It's named that because of the cracker cookie. Oh, the cracker cookie. But 
everybody related to yeah you know whatever they they think of in history what well, um, crack cocaine yeah. they, in other words, they yeah. get addicted to it they can't stop going in there and getting <laughs> yeah. something and it's yeah. probably caused as much as a hit of crack too it's probably about so five the, bucks what else is in there there's a cracker and what else yeah it's a saltine cracker that's coated oh. in, in butter and sugar oh wow and caramelized and yeah. then we put a chocolate layer on top of can that can you say that again wow. suzanne can you repeat that there's a saltine cracker with saltine butter and cracker. sugar on top and then we toast, toast it though first to caramelize it and then put chocolate on top oh that yeah. sounds so yummy yeah very yummy <laughs> and then like it's in vanilla base vanilla base with a chocolate fudge swirl Ooh. nice How, what, yeah. what's another one <laughs> another one that's real popular this thing 4141 4th street long beach our burnt caramel ice cream mm, is I've very popular that. burnt caramel ice cream yeah. yeah a lot of people or in the very beginning I had a good friend that was you shouldn't call it that that's a terrible name. <laughs> like, no, nah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna smooth forward. No, with that we get burnt caramel because some of mm-hmm. us, we, you know, you cook the bu- sugar in the bottom of the pan and it gets all pasty. Yeah. And sometimes you cook vegetables in there. Everybody knows what burnt caramel might possibly taste like. That's a that's well, an easy one. Put vegetables in it. That's an easy <laughs> yeah. one. You what, put vegetables sweet potato. in it. No, we don't put any vegetables. You could go sweet potato. <laughs> you could go sweet potato on that burnt caramel, and that would work. Sweet potato that would work in a bur- burnt caramel. See that? I'm coming there up with something right there now. There you go, Thomas. Yeah. Sweet potato burnt caramel. <laughs> Called to Thomas. He, he kind of likes. He's kind of an interesting person to watch put concoctions together. It's kind of fun. No, 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 no. no but that that would definitely work. Yeah, even. it would be. <laughs> you know? It could taste good. Because because you, because right. if because if you like have a. Have a sweet potato, even with butter, and you leave it in the pan. You smush it out. It kind of gets all like caramelized that. Caramelized at the caramelized bottom. Caramelized yeah, at yeah. the bottom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Almost there every every fruit or vegetable can you can caramelize the sugars in there. That's what we do a lot of times. Like when we play with strawberry or anything. Oh, that's Pizza. awesome! Caramelize the strawberry. You change the sugar inside the well, item. So and I was curious how you got that roasted flavor. I had the sweet potato, the Japanese sweet Jap- potato, yeah, but it tasted roasted. Like yeah, we almost on them. an open fire. How we did you get that? We just roasted them on sheet pans okay. with um, with no parchment paper. <laughs> yeah, and so it did that whole thing that Thomas was just talking about the caramelization okay, so at that, the bottom. All right, yeah, and you, yeah, it they was drip, very nice detail. They drip this beautiful <laughs> forty-one, forty-one, Fourth <laughs> Street. You want to raise that joy score instantaneously? Like, just in a there? thought of ice cream gets that joy score up. So you can see, I'm about ready to blast off here. I don't know what am I doing here. Get the forty-one, forty-one Long Beach. Fourth Street. We'll be banging on the glass. Oh my God! Give me <laughs> some of that now cracker, I noticed, crack, I noticed crack, you cracker. Well, you have butter cake. Do you guys make that? <laughs> we make that too. Yeah, that's real popular yeah, right now. It's really yummy. That was crazy. That's that's actually <laughs> that bread. is crack. That is crack. That's not even a joke. I was like, I saw that you had a little piece of it cut up one yeah. time a few like a month ago when I went in there just randomly. We went in there. <laughs> and I, it was like a little piece, and I tasted it, and I was like so chewy and flaky, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was Kadri's birthday. Yeah. It's like, you got to get yeah. this. That, that's, that was an awesome birthday present. Yeah, we'll yeah. sell a bunch of them over the Thanksgiving yeah. holiday. Another, we sell them in a 13 by 9 sheet, and people buy them like crazy. It's how, great. How much is a 13 by 9 sheet of that stuff? Uh, the butter cake? I think we sold it last year, 32.95, something like that. Oh, that's my God. Awesome. That's yeah. what I mean. If you're swimming around my Really, that's, I mean, that's for all organic. Because <laughs> if, you, if you cook at home, you know that it's actually, even if you were to make your own organic ice cream, you would spend more on your own ingredients than it would to go buy a pint from yeah, you guys. definitely. So that's always what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the name of another one? Another ice cream that okay, let's see. Yeah. Why am I? I'm like blank. Midnight oolong. Ooh. Midnight what? Oolong. Do that oh, again. Oh, I wanted oh. to try that with midnight oolong. Is it midnight mint oolong. and tea? 
<laughs> or what's in there? <laughs> Midnight there's, oolong. There's nice. a uh, black pearl oolong tea. Yeah. Sorry, I'm popping tea. my peas. Yeah. No, it's okay. Black. So what else is in there? You got some it's, other tea. Of course, tea in a lot there. of beautiful chocolate. So we take the black pearl oolong tea and we um, steep that. And then we do a nice, beautiful Calibo cocoa chocolate inside. Calibo cocoa chocolate. That's a fun Chocolate, way. yeah. And then some uh, sugar, organic sugar and Colette's, where it's basically the, the little chocolate drops. They go in there, about a 56% chocolate. It's beautiful, the rich. How'd, how'd, you, how'd you come up with that one? That one, I wanted to change the chocolate flavor from being, uh, the chocolate flavor of my ice cream from being so bitter. And it was another one where I thought, well, I'm drinking tea at the time I'm thinking of this. And I'm like, I'm just put this in there. That's, that's gonna work. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's it's okay. okay. Oh, You're fine. That was like three ones. <laughs> but if I, I figure if I put the tea in instead, because that's not bitter. When I drink coffee, it had a bitter flavor, but this the tea didn't have the bitter flavor. And right. It, it totally changed the texture of the ice cream. Made it a little drier, and it tastes like fudge when you when you put it on your tongue. Oh, nice, nice, nice cold. Oh, oolong, yeah. oolong, what's it, what you call it? Oolong Midnight what? oolong. Midnight, Midnight oolong. Yeah, Midnight that got oolong. my curiosity, but yeah. I didn't taste it yesterday. Mm-hmm. I like, I like how beautiful. you get going. I'm going to try that one. That's a, that's a, that's a go. <laughs> we're, we're, that's go time right there yeah. next time I walk into that place, which will be sooner <laughs> than later, no doubt. Yeah, after this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got your girl saying, hey, try them all, although the sound was so bad, I didn't have my boom in there, but uh, she said, yeah, you can try them all. <laughs> yeah. And we cut to like 20 cuts of people like trying everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we're getting a, we get, some people get mad now because other people try so much and they're waiting in line to get up to the front. So we had to figure out now a mechanism to help everybody flow through the line a little bit better when it gets busy. Right. Because we do have a little kind of, you see anxious people in line like, why are they trying so many? <laughs> my turn. When's it my turn? Fine. Get, no. Give me one of those then. Get, just make two. Make two. I'm yeah. back here. Make two then. Just make two. <laughs> That's what I would do. I'd be like, make two, make two. I'm waiting too long. Yeah. What else? What's another one? One more. This is KLBP Long Beach 99.1 FM, broadcasting from Shannon's on time and online at klbp.org. Hey, hey, let's enter into the joy zone with these indie creators. At least one one more. Let's think. Okay, this one's going to throw you. Chanterelle mushroom. Chanterelle mushroom. What uh, what else do you put in there with that chanterelle mushroom? (laughs) So we we take the chanterelle (laughs) mushrooms and we uh, cook them in butter until Mm. they're kind of translucent. Yeah. And then blend them up until they're really uh, pureed really well. A little bit of cognac goes in there. Yeah. So chanterelle mushroom, butter, cognac. And it has a very earthy flavor to it. It's like a vanilla from the earth. Forget that. I'm going to get that. The oolong, I'm going to get that one. It's yummy. Mm-hmm. I like chanterelle mushrooms. I'm not going to mix them up, too. I'm They're expensive, have them in different those They're mushrooms. Expensive. You know, we only make a very small batch of that yeah. every time we make it because not a lot of people like it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those that you have to have the, the palate for it. And um, once, you, once people do, though, they constantly ask, what are you going to bring the mushroom back? <laughs> do you get that from the Central Coast, like local farmer? Or? We, we get those from Engardia Brothers, and they got the, the they purchased the mushrooms from um, the Kern County area. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Nice. That's 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 really 
I mean, you can tell. You can tell at least how I am. I don't know how you feel over there, but I, I'm already for ice cream. But I'm curious about the donuts, the blueberry donuts. Yeah, <laughs> oh, tell us about the blueberry donuts. donuts. I saw the pic- donuts. I looked at all those pictures. I'm like, you're a woman incognito. You don't really reveal a lot about yourself. <laughs> and then uh, a lot of yummy ice cream and some donuts oh, that were ready to be. Oh, that'll kill a diet be. right there. That'll kill <laughs> yeah. a diet. Blueberry These freaking donuts. These look special. Like, well, do, blue- but you didn't see any donuts at the shop yesterday. No, the blueberry donut is an ice cream. Oh. Yeah, we make it in vegan style okay. using uh, donuts from donut Caffeinated Kitchen. Okay. Yeah, that's another one where we do a lot of um, local collaborations. So our our cream ice cream yeah. with, is used with Angel Food Donuts, uh, old-fashioned donuts. They're right next to us in, in, um, on Long Beach Boulevard. They're like a block away. And then when we make the vegan style, we use Caffeinated Kitchen's donuts. Okay. Nice. So that we, everybody gets a little play. You know, yeah. I, I like to, if, if we're going to be popular i'd like to bring other people along for the ride too right that's awesome yeah cross-promoting is as you know and marketing is really yeah helpful you know how how is it doing business in long beach is it is it user friendly yeah it's good it's really i mean the beginning i I was a little frustrated because everything everything when it's new it gets it's a little frustrating how to make this happen or that happen we had a long wait opening the first shop because of Plans getting lost and things happening, and I had to like call in a bunch of chips. And right. Call the mayor, call this person, and get people all riled up in order for us to. That shouldn't have been too hard. You bring that freaking open. oolong in there, and boom, <laughs> yeah. you got a. Hey, here's a gallon of oolong. You gotta sign that paper right yeah. there. Give me that permit. <laughs> Done. Yeah, sometimes you can't be you can't be waiting around for it to happen. You gotta go get it. Yeah. So and share share around. a little bit about that for our listeners that are maybe because that's a pretty. You yep. know, a lot of people, Good I hear stuff. this a lot of the time, you know, working with people, they're like, they feel stuck in their job, but mm-hmm. they have a dream or aspiration and they're uh, just too hesitant to go for it. Um, can you sh- share some words of encouragement to the listeners about going for it? Well, I think the the best, best thing that helped me was getting support and support from all the people who were eating the ice cream and wanted to have the next flavor or try the next component, you know, try it. And I was sharing everything I was doing online. Um, so it, it was easy for them to support me because they could talk. It, and during the whole launch of Long Beach Creamery, it was kind of like a community created a business. Right. And mm-hmm. I was I was running it in a way, but everything that people were suggesting, I was putting into the putting into it. Like that our logo should look like this. That we should go to this location. I would share share all the stuff I was looking at. So it's at Long Beach Creamery. That's your that's your uh, Instagram. Yeah, at Long Beach Creamery. Is that whole, also your Facebook? Yeah, Long at, at, at Long Beach Creamery. So you go, you, people, you go there, you like that page, and then you'll know exactly what the updates are and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That's that's really at Long Beach Creamery. But I think too, for what you were saying, is the you want to find support from external sources, but you also need to support yourself and listen to yourself. Right. Because uh, I think that that was one thing where every once in a while, when I lose a little bit of lose a little of faith or take a misstep, and just finding that other ingredient that I wanted that I got obsessed with yeah or how'd you how'd things. you missed up remember a missed up missed up by um you know falling out of love with making ice cream occasionally or just being angry about where I was at when I was because when I was two jobbing it I was doing the, yeah. the job ah, two jobbing it. and making ice cream up until yeah. you know 12 30 at night and then you wake up do the other job it's, it's yeah, I'm, I'm four yeah. jobbing it yeah I'm four jobbing it <laughs> but you know what you find that common denominator and somehow it becomes all the same thing right you know just like if i can find that ground floor as i move into these different skill sets I, i'm able to still enjoy them i think that was a that was a big thing. Well, the, mm-hmm. that entrepreneurial spirit, though, it seems to be more alive than ever. Everybody seems to be 
realizing they don't need everything, but they need something that they love. Right. You know, and it's like, what, what can I do to sustain myself? And what can I do to take care of my family? What can I do to, you know, set something up for the future when I, when I can't get out of bed? <laughs> yeah. Stuff like that. It doesn't have to be like everything. It can just be, it can be just enough. And as long as you're loving it. I heard, mm. you know, the stat is 80% of the people that have a job don't like what they do. Yeah, I think that's that was the stat I heard too. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a that's a that's tough when you're not liking where you are because you age quicker. You you're not a, you're. Well, it's not good more. for you to be in a job you don't oh, like. Oh my god! <laughs> well, Definitely well, not. Maybe, but well, maybe that's a. That. Well, well, the thing about the joy is is that the idea is not to accept that, but to utilize and re-see that space with a fresh pair of eyes, and see it in a way that you can actually you can actually fill up with it. So it's the onus is on you to see it with a. With a proper pair Absolutely. of eyes, right? But if you identify, like, you know, we had Rion here, and he's an actor, and he, like, mm-hmm. was feeling a little frustrated with acting, so he decided to go back and be an insurance agent. And he's like, I just felt awkward in my clothing. <laughs> I felt the whole thing was wrong. And so I think that's what we're talking about. Like, it, there was no way he was going to get his joy score up high enough to sustain as an well, insurance that's how we agent. Well, that's how he right. knew he had to do what he had to do. And that's how you kind of knew that you couldn't sustain where you were at anymore, that you needed to have your creative energy flowing and in creation process and yeah it felt like the creation part or the creativity part was just getting squeezed to nothing yeah and it was becoming everybody else's interpretation at the at the marketing job rather yeah. than my my interpretation and that's hard you know i worked in the design field architecture and design field and that's you know you get it gets really parceled down like it's like you get like 10 percent of design and then you're like you know, building the building, which is fun. There's exciting parts about it, but if you need that creative juice and it's only a small part, you're going to have to find other ways to fill mm-hmm. it up. Well, 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 gosh, you know, there's so many, there's so many <laughs> cool little life things in there though, but you know, especially she's talking about her own cycle where she's falling out of love with the ice cream and then she's cycling back around and loving and then not liking it, but that's just how it is. Yeah. And that's how we develop character. And if we're not going around the circle, because inevitably, whatever you begin, at some point, you know, I'm enjoying it, I'm having fun with it, but that's going to turn into something else. And it's that something else and how we manage that something else that allows us to keep going and then develop our characters, develop enough self-will to understand how to sit in those uncomfortable spaces and still create in them. And that's just a reality of, that's just a reality. If we know that no matter what we start, no matter how much we love it, at some point, we're going to be challenged with that task. Yeah, not it could because, turn on you a little not bit. Not because the yeah. task changes, but because our how we're viewing it changes. Yeah, absolutely. And Change then, it. and then our character is then we then we then we start to grow as human beings because now we're like, hey, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not going to throw in the towel. I'm going to sit in this. And I'm going to and I'm going to I'm going to, I'm going to discover. I'm going to figure out how to bring that tai chi into my ice cream making. Right. I'm going to figure out how to bring that yoga into my ice cream making, and mm-hmm. I'm going to. Do a little breath, do a little asana. I want to take a walk around the block, clear my head, come back into my space of work, and then. This is KLBPLP Long Beach 99.1 FM, broadcasting from Shannon's on Pine and online at klbp.org. Super Drain green, something. super green ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> or angry ice cream with yeah. some hot sauce. <laughs> or some chili peppers. Yeah. Do you have hot ice cream? Well, I can tell you I made an angry ice cream one time. 
It was called. <laughs> <laughs> it was called Penang Curry. Ooh, I like Penang. Sucked. It did. It's, oh, it sucks so bad. Did you do coconut? Nice coconut it, base. It was a Penang Curry actually from a local. Um, oh, you company. took. So I I bought their just their curry sauce. Yeah. And I um, put it in ice cream with a little peanut butter. Ooh, yeah, yeah. They they taste good together when you're eating it in the noodles. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is gonna be great. But it didn't. there's got to be a way to spice. You know what? You could probably put a little lime in there, like a. See, you're trying. That's yeah. me too. I'm like, how can I fix it? Yeah. How can I fix it? And then, then I just said, get it. Now I'm gonna no. be thinking yeah, about that. Yeah, but there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. Like you could have, you could have spicy chocolate. Oh, we do that. Yeah, we got a cho- chocolate bomb. Chocolate bomb. See, I want to try that one too. Yeah, it's good because we put the spice in the in that, the chocolate. I'm definitely the, gonna get on that one. The end. Yeah. I love that one. Chocolate bomb. Chocolate bomb. Chocolate bomb. Ha <laughs> Chocolate bomb. New discoveries here every it. moment. Mm-hmm. Right? And I want you to notice the entire time you've been in here, we ain't got nothing but smiles on our faces. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Because absolutely. There's something about the senses being activated. Even even food, but especially ice cream. I don't know if that's like put put into me because like when I was a kid, the happy times were going to Dairy Queen and getting well, ice cream with the family oh, yeah. or going, you know, going to hang out. Yeah, well, the one guy said yesterday at the shop, I don't know if you included in the promo, but he said, I said, what do you like about ice cream? He goes, it makes me feel youthful because it reminds us of like when our parents took us out for an ice cream cone. It was usually a special treat. It's, you know, a little bit more accessible these days. Historical marketing built into your customer. We have all that nostalgia, the love, the everything that comes with it. Because there wasn't there wasn't a dude in there or a girl (laughs) in there that wasn't like looking like a little kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, you can't really stay angry in a coffee <laughs> ice cream shop. <laughs> you can't stay angry in an ice cream shop. So dump your dump your psychologist, dump your Prozac, dump your lithium, and creamery. get down to the freaking creamery. And, get and they your, have vegans, so you don't have any. You can't use yeah. any dietary restrictions. And get your mojo on. Do you have anything that you else that you would like to share with? Well, share audience? where to find you. The easiest, all the locations. How many times okay. can I say it? Forty-one, forty-one, four thousand. Well, no, she has one in Bixby Broadway. Hill. Yeah, and the, the one in Bixby Knowles is at 4141 Long Beach Boulevard. Boulevard. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That, if I said it wrong He's, every yeah, time, why don't okay. you correct me? <laughs> 4141 Long Beach. Everybody's Googling. Everybody's Googling like 4th Street. There's there's no ice cream shop there. There probably is. Maybe we'll do one. 4141. Long Beach Boulevard. And then 222 Broadway. You got good numbers. You got great numbers. Don't we have good numbers? And what's Belfar going to be? Unfortunately, it's not great. It's uh, 16... 16500 or 16 yeah that's oh, still five, easy stick six, 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 yeah, 165 and i think we're sweet 145 so there's a couple fives and a zero 165 you actually get three so you got the trinity going there okay. so. and it adds up to, and it adds <laughs> up to it adds up to 12 which is uh, the types of human beings that there are on the planet so you got there you go you're going to track all the types of human beings you got 12 types right like the astrological sign thing 12 oh, right oh those guys. yeah 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 you got she's 12. like what does that mean where, where is it going 61 61 five. i didn't know either for a second <laughs> 12. 12's a great number. 12's an awesome number. And Dina, on the board here, your sister's been listening in. Everyone um, oh, cool. is like hey. saying nice things about you. <laughs> what do they say? Um, ask them if they have any questions. Have oh, any well, questions for the ice cream lady? It. You can ask them. I just did. You got any questions for the ice cream lady? Your, I think it's your sister. She says, the quick to blush tendency must run in the family. I do the same thing. I didn't notice <laughs> that you were blushing, but I guess you're <laughs> Oh, I told them that. When Brenda, I... is that your friend, Brenda? Marilla? If she says something nice, yeah, she's and my friend. Sa- <laughs> Sandra Carson, she likes strawberry too. She says she you should name it after you. Um, Georgianne says she loves your creativity with all the flavors. 
Oh, uh, so you got lots of people see, watching. Yeah, I loved I, the community was such a, been so great for us. I mean, the, basically, the creamery was the community, or is the oh. community. So Matt Saracen says, I, ice cream finally tastes great again with Long Beach Creamery. Oh, yeah, Love Matt was at our first tasting, Dina. too, at my oh, house. Okay. Yeah, see, it's oh, spe- Jennifer's your cousin. What's cool, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, your a, special, it's a special experience, though, yeah. because of the, the love and the care and the thought. And the creativity that's gone into it. It's not like going, you know, be, you know, doing the Ben and Jerry's thing. Although you stand there in Seven Eleven, you look at the freezer for about a half hour, and you wonder <laughs> what, what they have left. And then, <laughs> you know, you go into this place, and it's you know the stuff's been looked after in a really cool way, and it's been come up. It's you know mm-hmm. a local has come up with it, and she's put her heart and soul into it. Yeah, well, lo- you can taste that. You can taste that in important. the food. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely can. I think local com- economy is important, and plus tourism, because we we have become such a world community that yeah. now people, when they travel, they look for these gems. They look for the ice creamery. Mm-hmm. So even if you're not in Long Beach, but you're traveling or you come through Long Beach, come check out one of yeah. the creameries. Heck yeah, it's a place of destination. <laughs> it's a place. It's a destination. Absolutely. I, I originally thought you know the name Long Beach Creamery was going to limit us. Like we we couldn't really move out of Long Beach. Yeah. Or, but Long Beach is it's coming into its own. It's, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's gonna it's cool and it's gonna just get cooler and cooler. I, yeah. I know I really I dig Long Beach. I've loved it ever since I drove down that shoreline drive and saw the city on one side yeah. and the ocean on the other. And I it's yeah, a, it's I a taste of city. Long Beach. It's yeah. a taste of Long Beach love. There you go. Get down to the uh, Long Beach Creamery and get your darn ice cream on. <laughs> get it on. Get it on. It's been so lovely having you. Yeah, it was great to talk with you guys. And yeah, it's fun. so much fun. <laughs> I, mean, I appreciate you coming out, Incognito Woman. Yeah, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure, and we're gonna we're gonna stalk your place until we. All right. <laughs> Have you arrested? <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to run there, <laughs> eat ice cream, run home. <laughs> no, so. we're gonna send we're gonna send everybody down there. We're gonna be down there, and we're gonna definitely tell everybody we possibly could know that wants ice cream to get get their butts down there. But it's yeah. been an absolute right. pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much. Run number three. Thank you so much. Don't make you happy. Nothing in this world will, baby. That's ice cream. That's ice cream. So we're here at the Long Beach Creamery, uh, locally organic, handmade ice cream. Oh no, you don't care, but to be fair. Welcome back. How about that? Welcome How back. How about that? We're all like, educated on ice cream. And if that didn't raise your joy, I don't know what will. Although, you know what? What we're finding here is like anything seen properly can raise your joy. And that's really what this art of living and art of perception is about. It's about how we see it. We're going to exit out with Alec Bridges from his album, In a Stream. The song is called Refuge. If inspired, maybe you want to go and grab a little bit of Long Beach Creamery and cozy up on your sofa and 
explore the refuge in a pint of ice cream.
You are listening to the Indie Creators in the Joy Zone on KLVP, Long Beach Public Radio, on 99.1 FM and online at klvp.org. This is your hosts, Suzanne Toro and Thomas Artavani. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.